Booyah! <laughs> Welcome in to another edition of Spill Your Sports. I'm D-Rock Gag Pretty. I'm Taylor Franchise Decker. Willie Rudd. You already know. Brooklyn the Kid, Kidwell. There we go. Let's not get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we have a special edition today. If you cannot tell by the music, I will fill you in. Just like we are filling in these brackets you see here behind us. It's March Madness, baby. Let's get this thing going. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're going to back up because you're blocking my face. Your shoulders are too wide. I know. I'm just kidding. Scoot, scoot up. I don't have shoulder work. I'm just coming in. It's okay. Well, as a Titans fan, before we get to the bracketology over here, breaking news, David Long has just been signed by the Dolphins. David Long has been signed by the Dolphins. Wow. Dolphins are making no noise. All right. Okay. Ramsey wasn't good enough. (laughs) Man, the Dolphins are for real. And, um, you know, I think it leads into what we wanted to kick off the show with and uh, keep everybody up to date with another big thing going on today, which is NFL free agency. I mean, yes, we have basketball, 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 but we also have football kicking in the door. How about them Bears? A lot going on today, fellas. I, I mean, we was just talking about this, guys. Gents and gals. I think you're too teams that have made the most noise have got to be the Chicago Bears and Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. as of now, as we see it. Yeah. I know we got Rodgers, the whole Lamar. he said, she said with the Jets, is he flirting with them? Who's dating who? Someone's <laughs> cheating on somebody. I don't know. I'm ready. I love this. I love this time of Let's year. Is there anything better right now? No, like, man, if you're a sports fan, this is what you dream. These days are gold. Is there anything? Gold, better? baby, gold. You got, you got. What do you think, Britain? <laughs> are you ready? Saddle up, baby. One of my favorite players just left. So, well, uh, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, Turn yeah. around, wink at the you know, camera. You, Everything's gonna it be is, okay. It is. What Say it hello is. to the fam, out there, everybody. As with it. the excitement of free agency, you also have the sadness. Yes, but. Better days are ahead, my friend. It just as still looks good. It's it's, it's it's like <laughs> as Joel and puts it. Trust, trust the, the process. process. Trust the process. Trust bro. the process. They got a plan. Yeah, that's how he talks. Sorry, Joel, if you see that. I just I think come sit with us if you see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I think just this time of year doesn't get much better. Nope. Like you got. Well, you got spring training. Yep. You have football, free agency right now. We got March Madness about to tip off, and then what tomorrow? tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I just I don't think as a sports fan it gets much better. No, nope. you have really. There's don't. always something to watch. There is. You have literally almost every sport is doing, is, is doing something right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dallas plays at seven thirty tonight. We might lose, but that's neither here nor there. You got, go, NBA's, go. you got the NBA NBA's winding down like their 14, season. 14, 15 games yeah. left, so. so, I mean, they're, they're pretty much in playoff mode. Yes, sir. So, I mean, uh, just a lot of – there's just so much right now and to cover. So, we do, we do apologize – if we do not cover some topics that I know people, but reach out to us. If there's certain things you want us to cover, just let us know. Hit us with a comment. Uh, if you see us out, say, hey, you're that guy from Spirit Sports. Let's talk about this next episode. I got a question. We'd love to. Yes. But right now, uh, as of today, we are going to 
definitely touch base on the NFL free agency and excuse me and um, the March Madness brackets because those are very two hot topics uh, as of right now in the sports world. Yep. So we talked about Chicago. We talked about Miami a little bit. We've hit on both of them. Las Vegas. Guys, who's this, who's a team right now that's setting just twiddling their fingers? Who's who's gonna make a big move, you think, next? Lions. 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 The Lions or Lions? New York. Lions talked about in the pre uh, pre show. Austin Eckler to the Lions. Ooh. Eckler to the Lions. You've heard Ooh. it here. Brent. Eckler to the Lions. The that's interesting. Watch that's out. Interesting. Hey, so I'm bringing the sauce today. So Swift. Would he back Swift up, or you think he's starting? I think he's Swift would so. back him up. Swift would back him up. Damn, Swift. Being What'd you do to him? Give him a little third down. <laughs> Give him a little third down. Ooh-wee. That's uh, all he was this year was just a backup. Yeah, Swift, well, his, yeah, his health. Uh, I don't know if, if you can trust Swift with the carries he once had. I, I, can, I can agree to that. Jamal Williams, I think they're shopping him. Pretty sure Jamal Williams – Probably looking for a new home outside of Detroit. I could definitely see the Lions being that team that's just kind of they got their foot in the door watching everybody party right now. But they're gonna make a scene. They're about to yep. make a toast. Yeah, they're the guy that's over in the corner sipping on beer later that night. He's gonna he's gonna be rowdy. Gonna just, right now he's quiet. <laughs> yep. He's just he's just waiting for his he's moment. Getting a little buzz on. Yeah, he's getting his little buzz right now. You got the Dolphins and they're over here chugging. Chicago. They're, yeah, they're chugging. Out. They're gonna be passed out. This guy's coming in. Yeah. But I mean, we got Detroit. I think could be a team like that. Well, get y'all's thoughts on future. Chicago's already been like that. Yeah, Chicago, they just kicked the freaking door in. Like they kicked the freaking and door in. They have in. a lot of space, too, so they can still make some moves. Yeah. What, they uh, still got 70 mil after picking up your main image? And, guys, I hear you hear cap space every year. You can go over. I think the cap space is the biggest bunch of bull crap, man. Mm-hmm. It is – Cap space, cap space, cap space. It's then you look and they sign them over anyways. If a team's going to make a move, they're going to make a move. They're going to move, and they're going to do move their chips to where they can make that move. The the, the cap space is all I think smoke screens mm-hmm. for them to fall back on and be like, well, that's why we didn't. We didn't. Yeah, okay. we did or didn't. If a, if if a team needs to make a move, they're going to, they're going to move the money around to do it. Yeah. Whether it's restructuring, releasing, whatever they got to do. Yep. Cap space, in my, for a lack of a better word, is bullshit. I mean, nice it, word. it is. It's nice a lack word. of a better word. It's bullshit. I mean, we just give it to you raw. I mean, that's, just, that's, right. that's, that's the only thing I can think of. But I mean, outside of you got Detroit, and I, I believe that I think there are. Certain teams. I think Buffalo has a chance to do that. They they do if they if they play their chips right. The only thing I just we we talked about it. I think Buffalo's window closed. I think mm-hmm. it's over for Buffalo. Buffalo sucks until until Josh Allen matures. Matures. There you go. Thank you. That's perfect. That's a perfect analysis Here, of he's Buffalo. Will Levis. That's he's a he, 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 he's he's physically everything. Mentally, he's he's not all there. His decision making just wasn't there for me. This year is horrible. No, I don't know what happened. Wait, he has regressed. He started the year pretty good. Well, it's about how you end the year. I, I, I'll, I'll keep it in with that that division. 
Let's stay in that division, the AFC East. Buffalo's going backwards. Yeah, New England ain't made New England ain't made no noise. Yeah, They've they stayed know. quiet. Everybody knows how Belichick New York. is. The Miami Dolphins and New the Jets. Jets. Yeah. And the Jets, well, depending on what they do they with, with the Rodgers. I think the Jets are right there like with Detroit. I like they're, that. They're looking yeah, in the door. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, do I want to make a move? Do I or do I not? Yeah. It's like, do I go talk to that girl or not? Uh, oh, they're I like what the Dolphins are on the defense side. Yeah. You could, you could argue they're going right, to put up points. You could argue right now the Dolphins may have the best secondary. If, if Jalen is Jalen. not the best. If Ramsey is Ramsey yeah. of old. If Ramsey that's, is Jacksonville, Super Bowl Rams with yeah. Ramsey, mm-hmm. good God. Look out. Because Xavier Howard and him, that's going to be – Brian Jones. Brian Jones if he stays. If no. Jones, I don't know if Jones stays now. Poyer was. Maybe. You know, his, if Poyer goes there, then you, you'd not. almost have to – Javon Holland's you, a three. Poyer yeah. is strong. If, if I Poyer mean, goes there, you'd almost have to guarantee Byron Jones is gone. Yeah. You'd I almost – I mean, that's, that's pretty much, much – That's too much. Uh, I, I, I still think Byron Jones is probably out the door – with the Ramsey signing, yeah, uh, but the 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 news of Poyer has got to be. If you're a Dolphins fan, you got to be ecstatic to get to the even the possibility of landing because that tells you right now guys are looking at your team to win. Mm-hmm. So and that's a very exciting a team that has been considered a superpower for the last couple of years. Exactly. So that somebody else in your division's not doing so hot. There you go. So I mean, it's always a good. It's always. When you hear news of guys even considering your team, you're you're excited as a fan because that makes them believe. Like exactly, you believe. know you got something. You're doing something right. My winners, my winners from today, and I leave this so far. I mean, we're but, only six hours. Yeah, in. yeah six, we're, it's still in the, we're in the baby stages of this. My winners: Falcons, Bears, Dolphins. My losers: Titans. They haven't. That's that brain fart. Eagles. Yeah, Eagles, I, Eagles have lost just about their defense. I, think I just had a Panthers. Panthers lost. Yes, they got rid of all that for a first. DJ Moore, two first round picks, a third and fourth. That's a lot Which to get. That is a that is a lot. We'll see. It, it depends, depends on who depends. they pick. It depends on who they pick. On who they pick, because you go out, you grab a Bryce Young, he gets hurt. Then what? But. On the other hand, you go out and you grab an Anthony Richardson, and he's the next freaking, you know, Stephen McNair. Yeah, I mean, yep. who knows? That's what – this is where Carolina has pushed all their chips in. And you're getting your game with It's you are, you are. This is – this is, you know, it's last shot at the craps table, and you got your, your you wife's waiting on you. Sixes, I yeah, mean. It's, it's do or die. This is it. But, I mean, the Carolina has – this could either – this could either – Put Carolina in the playoffs in a couple of years, or we're talking about it might set Carolina back a couple of years. Yeah, right. could. yeah. The, the lot of lot of I'd say a lot of breath holding in Carolina, in Carolina right now. Yep. Just kind of who do we want? We got to make this count. You better make it right. Right. This is this is going to be Frank's pick. Uh, I mean, he's got his hands all over. Yes, that me. It's, you, you, it's his quarterback. Yes, he jumped, out. He jumped because he's seen somebody, which makes me. I don't know if it's a smokescreen, but it makes me think, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. But it makes me think Carolina's eyeing Anthony Richardson from Florida. I think that's Frank a, sees that. that and he loves it. And what that would be a Frank Wright move to jump Indy, okay at. Because we were looking to trade with the Bears at one, 
What yeah. a Frank Reich like. I'm just gonna teetotally pimp hand you. Okay, I don't know how to pimp hand goes. It's like this, <laughs> and the they one. know that. And the Ballard has his eye on a certain somebody, which is a Stroud. Boom, he takes him number one, jumps him, you know, trades up like Ballard wanted to do, and then takes his guy. That's a double whammy. That's like in your face. So there you go. I mean. So many good stories. So many good stories. And the Raiders. That's interesting. I know that a lot of fans are upset today, but I, and y- 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 y'all might get mad at me when I say this, and that's fine. Give me a healthy Jimmy G. That's what we was talking in the pre-show. He's a winner. He's a winner. He's took the 49ers to two NFC championships, took them to a Super Bowl. You know, injuries have, if he can stay healthy, all you negative Raider fans out there are going to regret it. Awesome. Shore up the defensive side of the ball. Please, go ahead. Coming to the Raiders. Love that. Speaker. They just signed safety Marcus Epps, the Raiders. Yes, team. they did. Yes, and he is a uh, he is one of the many, many defenders Philadelphia has just lost today. Yeah, that's another what, eagle. Four or five now? That uh, secondary is hurting. Jay Very bad. CJ Gardner's out. Marcus Epps is out. Hargrave's out. There you Hargrave's go. There's, out. There's uh, a the team that's out. A that, team that's, that's a loser. Uh, yeah. I mean, a team that quietly has done good has been the Bengals, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they got a lot better safety. Uh, yeah, I think Jesse Bates had some injury issues, and that CJ Gardner pick helped. Yeah, that definitely. I think that that definitely addressed some of their needs that they needed in the backfield mm-hmm. on that secondary. Um, we, so we talked about some of the teams that are in waiting. We talked about the Bears, of course. Uh, Dolphins making their big splashes day one. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to bring up another loser. Uh, and another loser, Chris Ballard, the Colts. You're kidding. Never mind. I'm not. I'm not. I'm we'll going to be good to today. I, I'll save it. I'll save it. No, we. we I don't we, know. We're going to be good today. Yeah. We're we going to be, we gonna be good today. Chris Ballard, we are going on year six, man, and you're killing me every year. We're in the top five with you know projected cap space. You don't go out there. You don't spend. Do your job, man. I mean, it's simple. It's simple. I feel. I feel like Ballard. You got to spend a little. I feel like Ballard, um, Mark Davis, and Stephen Jones all have something in common. They shop at the Dollar Tree. Yes. For free agents yeah, and a laugh. Yeah. Because they know what the fans want, but they totally ignore. Yes. The fans at times. It's like they all call each other and like. How can we piss off our fan bases today? Yes, because we're going to do a hell of a job. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There's a big name. Let's hint that we're, we're talking to this guy, and then but we'll do absolutely nothing. Our due diligence. Yes. That's what we like to call our due diligence. Ballard's thing is he, he's always said he ain't going to overpay for B-plus players. Man, you ain't spending on nobody. <laughs> you, you, you ain't buying nothing. <laughs> you, ain't, you, you ain't getting nothing. It's, it's, like, store. it's like you feel like um, – Chris Tucker on Rush Hour talking to Jackie Chan when you're talking to your GMs. It's like, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yeah. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? He said, mouth? No. No, No. they don't. And it's just like. It kills me every year, man. You you sit here and and you're just, you get get so frustrated with it, really. You do. And I mean. If the fans can see it, how how can the GMs? Yes. I feel like Titans. I, I think y'all address y'all's front office very like you <laughs> had to. We did a middle of the You had to. You had to address it. But I don't. I think you got a guy now that's not going to be afraid. He's not afraid. He said, "All right, listen, my team now. See you. See you. See you. See you. You can't stay on the field. I don't care who I'm on the field." And I think that's where you're getting the the Derrick Henry for he, all the Titans fans watching. Afraid. 
I think it's where you get the Derrick Henrys on the shopping uh, shopping list. The shopping list, yeah. I, I mean, I know we have a lot of Titans fans that watch this too. They're a local team. Kyler, uh, you happen to be a yeah. well-known Titan fan. Yeah. Um, where do you see? Do you- I don't see a move made on Derrick Henry until draft night. I don't see okay. anything happening with him until then. Okay. And if it's earlier, it'll be very, very early, like right. maybe two or three days before. At but he's going to be dealt sooner I than have we a thought. Feeling he's going. Yeah, because we was just talking what I a couple weeks ago. Maybe next year. But the I, I more, was thinking a year after releasing Ben Jones, the lawn lineman. Yes, I'm starting to think he's like, okay, listen, appreciate everything you did, but you're more valuable to us gone than you are here right now, and yes. that's what it has to be. Yes, I and mean you got to bite the bullet. I think, and I think as a Titan fan, it sucks. You have to thank Henry for what he's gave you. Yes, y'all. because he put that team on his back for years. And if you but truly he, care, you let you him, want go, him to go. Succeed, yes. yes, yeah, because he can't succeed here. Just not with Indy, yeah. right? No, I can work with Yes, <laughs> it don't matter. Ballard wouldn't. You take guys it. have Jonathan Taylor. Who won't make it. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. Or the Jaguars. Well, yeah. we, they have ETN. It's like we just like ETN. You can easily get two ones in a two. You can get two ones. Yeah. I think you get Guaranteed. two ones in a decent player out of them. Yes. Too. I mean, DJ Moore gets two ones. Just imagine. I think. I mean, if, I mean, depending because running backs primes are so short, and he's had a long. He's got prime. a lot of miles on him legs. Boys. He's got a long prime for a running back. Yeah. He's had one compared to Chris Johnson. He he's. I think he's. Is Derek had broke two thousand twice. If no. Derek if Derek stays. If Derek stays in, in Nashville much I longer, be he'll be out of the league. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to be hurting out of the league. He's hurting the last couple of years. Yeah. He's been hurting. Trading while he's healthy, yes. While he has a higher stock. He's got value. Trading, get what get the absolute top price you can get for him. Because and let's rebuild. Pay. People will pay for that. Yeah, let's rebuild. I mean, as a Cowboy fan, the only thing I can really like, I can think of when we dealt Herschel Walker back in the day. Kind of, we gave him up. It was a big deal. He went to Minnesota. We get the picks. Then you start building your team. And I think that's what he wants to do. He wants to make that his team. Yes. This is his team now. Yeah. Not John Robinson's screw-up team. That Yeah. Okay. We signed veterans that are 97 years old. Yeah, let's give him a week. He gone. Yeah, he, he gone to the Giants. That's a shocker. I thought he went to Chicago. Um, <laughs> I thought everybody was I thought, Chicago. He, I was, thought he was going to go play with Everflus. But – Hmm. Derek, being a Cowboys fan. Yes. What did they, did they, are they losing so far? I think so. I think sometimes no news is bad news, too. Because, uh, you know, some people say no news is good news. But in this case, I think no news is still bad news unless you can keep the guys that produced for you heavy last year. You're Dante Fowler. I think a lot of people are watching Dante Fowler, Leighton Van Der Esch, and Donovan Wilson right now for the Dallas Cowboys. We're clearing cap space. I think to hold on to people because I think a lot of guys are looking at the door out in Dallas. So you, you're, I think more of Dallas going to get people. I think they're just trying to like maintain what they have from spilling you out. Think Pollard stays, huh? You think Tony Pollard stays? I do. I think Zeke's out. I think Pollard. They're going to tag Pollard. I think Zeke. If he don't take. Nichols and Dimes contract next year, Zeke's gone. Which I right now, if you set my percentile at what he would be right now being gone, I would say eighty percent. He's out the door. He's not producing compared to 
Pollard. I feel bad because Kellen Moore didn't help Zeke's case at all because Moore loved to throw. He loved it. He had Dak throwing 40 times a game, and that's legit. He had and Dak Zeke throwing 40 is, times. Zeke is like those running backs compared to Henry who need carries to get yards. Yeah. Like they, they just develop and break you down, and over time – those four to five yard runs turn into 10 15s, and eventually yeah. they'll spring the big ones. I mean, that happens. And it sucks. It sucks because he don't have the line he once had either. No, that, With, the line when he first got in the league was stacked. I mean, I didn't see, I didn't see Travis Frederick retiring with Early. the disease he had. So my three, my three know, losers today, it would be the Colts, Cowboys, and Eagles. As of right now, yeah, I mean, it could change. Yeah, it could, man. We got a long night where, ahead. Where and Colts it, and Cowboys were on that same plateau as we're doing was, nothing's I hurting think, us. Yes. I think tomorrow is going to be a bigger day than day two is always bigger. Yeah, that's what we was talking about. Day two is always. You got your first little wave of guys, like you know, and your the secondary, ones your second tier guys. talking, the ones that are going to go immediately. Yeah, the ones that kind of. Mid-tier players that can make a difference of putting the right system that can be turned into stars, that's when they go. Yep. I totally agree. How do you how do you think um, how do you think Jimmy G with Vegas goes? I like it. And there's gonna be a lot of fans out there that's gonna be like he's full of crap. Uh no. Uh look at his win column. Look at Derek Carr's. No offense, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about Carr. I'm not, you know, Jimmy G's a winner. Yes, he is. He's a winner. I think, honestly, you have perfect scenarios for both Carr and Garoppolo Look now. Look what he was doing last year with San Fran until he broke his foot. I know, man, he, he's injury prone if the man can stay healthy. But I messaged – I think I told him earlier, I said, you can have Joe Montana back here. Mm-hmm. Until they shore up that defensive side of the ball, man, they plug, they find somebody to plug up that middle – you know, that can disrupt the you know the passer outside of Max and Chandler. You need that guy up front. They they have been lacking a signal caller, you know, in the linebacking room for a long time. Long time. Secondary's got to get better. That side boss has got to get better. Ziegler knows that. You 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 know, he, I'm not a GM, but sometimes I like to think I could call better than what some of these guys do. Crosby, I think, is your undoubted captain on hey, that side. Hands down, Perryman. He's testing the you know the free agency market. Yeah, that hurts. But you know, with them getting you know, what do they do with that seven? I would what actually. Do they do with seven? I would like to see a guy like Calais Campbell come. Oh yeah, just he's to, still got a little bit left in the tank. I would like to see that cheap. voice in that locker room. Yes, though. yes. Just as a guy that's been there, done it. Yeah, winner. Take the guys under his wing. Yeah, I, I like that attitude. Get him cheap. Yes. Get him cheap. Yeah, you he's can old. get him on a bargain. He's old, but hey, look what he had six, seven sacks last year. Yeah. He used to put up little numbers. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Just, they just I think to, someone like that, I would like to see go to Vegas. Yes. Marcus Golden. Yeah. Outside linebacker. So I, I think, buddy, I think you're, I think like you said, I think y'all are set on offense. Yes. If, if the offense don't change, I think y'all are set. The, def- the, the offense didn't blow the 17 yeah. point leads <laughs> right, last year. Right. You know, it's like. I mean, what? You got Garoppolo. They got to be able to close games. Garoppolo, Jacobs, Renfro, Devontae, Waller. I mean, that, and that's your, I mean, your starters right there. Your guys is going to get the most minutes, yeah. most snaps. But, uh, a guy like Calais Campbell, I think, would just be. I, I, I like that you name. Put him, you put him in the same, you know, in that locker room with Max and Chandler, and I think this is a big year for Devon Diablo. I think he takes yeah. the lead. I like. I, I like him. Coolest I like name Ma- in the NFL. By hands way. down, Devon Diablo. Coolest Malcolm name in the NFL. I think Malcolm Cooks is going to have a good year, but I think you've got to go and get. I, I like the Epps pickup, Marcus Epps. I like him from Philly. 
Um, they need a playmaker on, you know, with the corners. I mean, corners are hard. Need, they need a lot of work on that on that side. And I, the, the the offensive line doesn't worry me because I was telling you on pre-show, the Raiders' offensive line they progressed as the season went on. They got better. Dylan Parham's a steal from Memphis. Ziegler hit that out of the park. You know, everybody. I think everybody just needs to pump the brakes with Ziegler. The fans are like, "Oh, we're done with McDaniel's. We're done with Ziegler." It's been a pump year. the brakes. Yeah, everybody, it's been a year. everybody gave John Gruden a break after his first year. Look how many first rounders they. You know, look five first rounders. Come yeah. on now, y'all was patient with Mayock and Gruden. You can be patient with a six and eleven. McDaniel's and Ziegler. Yeah, they was gonna love Gruden regardless. Yes, yes. Gruden's yes. just yeah to the Raiders. And I'm gonna be patient if yeah. you know. And I didn't know about the Patriot way, but I'm not saying they're doing it the Patriot way now. Well, it kind of looks you know. But yeah, hey, I'm 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 all eyes and ears. I'm not gonna get mad right now, anyways. Right. So they won't be in the running brain anytime soon. They just like you just want you want to see the defense addressed. Yes, that's that's your key the t- point for the Raiders. Yes. Get the best player available. Right. When it comes to the draft, BPA, best player available. Whereas, flip side to Indy, I know we got two Colts fans too. Oh, he ain't no Colts fan no more. He jumped shit. Oh. You're a Titan fan now? He changes teams like I change underwear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got. Yes. We have a, Peyton Manning left. I had to do something. Okay. Man, okay. you started watching right, Peyton so, Manning in 2010? 11? Oh, my God. Bro, come on, 99. You, you, yeah, you really jumped. You caught the tail end there, of his career. My okay, God. All right. Not only do you change teams, you jump from rival to rival. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, my God, since Brent. we did bring up Indy and we bring up Shoot. Tennessee. Good God. Who will have the better quarterback next year, Indy or Tennessee? Tennessee. I think just experience. Tannehill's going to have it. <laughs> we ain't got a quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> but right I mean, now. I right mean, now. I just don't. I think that. Ryan Tannehill is good enough, depending – he does thrive in play action. I will say that. And if we lose a running back like Derrick Henry, I don't know how much – we need him to – we need to give him weapons. So that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> we have nobody to throw to. Yeah. Here's my thing. If they stay if they, if they stay pat at number four, he has his eye on somebody. There's just no way around it. Yeah. And I think – I'll just keep my opinions to myself, just, but I think either way that neither teams are going to be great next year. I don't think so. That's Jacksonville's team. It's that's Jacksonville's that's division, division right now. Houston ain't Unless going nowhere. They can coach in. them. I like D'Amico Ryan's. It'll take D'Amico Ryan's to turn that franchise around a little bit, but I like D'Amico Ryan's, and it's just Houston's just a dumpster fart. What's right the over under on the Jacksonville's win total next year? <laughs> over a, ten. Over ten. No, I think they win ten. <laughs> I division? think they win eleven. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I, well, I could argue that. Maybe the AFC South or the NFC South. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it could be one of the worst divisions. AFC just, South. just looking. I mean, you know, we've had surprises. I think between the NFC South and the AFC South could be the maybe two of the worst divisions. But so who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? It could be. It could be a division we're not even thinking about. I mean, nobody awful. expected the AFC South to be horrible this year, and it was. Hey, yeah, it's Everybody true. thought the AFC West was going to be the best division last year. One, it was. It was a dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah, them. yeah, it was bad. So I mean, we got everybody's at the end of the day. Everybody's chasing the Chiefs. Them, yeah. never mind. I'm not going to beep 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 beep. They're, everybody's chasing them. Yeah, we're we're in the baby stages of NFL free agency. Yes. There's still going to be a lot to unpack in the next hours, days. Yep. So I mean, I think honestly, man, 
there's there's going to be two, I think, huge moves. And I think it's going to be draft night. Mm-hmm. Lamar and Derrick Henry. Okay. I, I, I just I, I see it happening. You see it going. You see it going until April. I I do. I, just because I, I I think you'll have a clearer picture on what teams want. Want. Yeah. Exactly. So where does Rogers? Quick prediction. Rogers. Because who knows when we come back? This there could be a different landscape. Yeah. Right there, boys. Um, quick predictions. With Thielen, it sounds like signing with the Jets. I'm leaning Jets. I'm leaning Jets for Rodgers now. I think I think it'll be a Jet. I'm trying to think, what is, earlier last season, Jaguars had two running backs. There's Etienne. Who was the other one? He slipped off my James Robinson. James Robinson. They said he was going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. He's a really good versatile. He was the one who got hurt, and then Etienne took over, which they predicted Etienne to take over for him. Next last year, last year, excuse me. Anyway, so yeah, that's ETN's team now, I believe. I think James Robinson, he might actually hold on. I think James Robinson actually is a a jet. He's a jet. Okay. Yeah. He's on the book. Okay. Yes, because he left Jacksonville when it was it pretty Bears. much turned ETN's team. So you got Michael Carter and James Robinson. Brees, well, that's Brees' team now. Yeah. I think Michael Carter might be his backup, but Brees is going to get the snaps in the Jets. I think that could be an explosive offense with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you put Rodgers up there with that with the young studs they have. That could be a really explosive offense next year in New York. I, I just I think it sets up perfect for him to go redeem himself with young talent. I think it, I think they got a good coach. Salah's a heck of a coach. Yeah, I think that, really good. I think it's just a I think it's a situation you can't turn down if you're Rogers. Yeah. Would I be shocked if I woke woke up in the morning and he's a 49er? No, I wouldn't. Because that's where he's always wanted to go. They've already picking they've already taken another quarterback, so but, I don't think it'll yeah. be him. Uh, they took Sam Darnold. I forgot about Darnold, yeah. So I mean that kind of that kind of nixes kind of nixes same for down to three teams, the Titans. You know he's not staying in Green Bay. You're not staying in Green no, Bay. No, that's I think, love. I think your best, that's, I think the best things are Lions, Jets, Titans. Those are his three high landing spots. The Lions will never give up. They just, I don't want them. I don't want them. Jets. It's not going to happen. He's not going to Nashville. I don't want him. I hope he doesn't. It's okay. He might. I'm just kidding. Who knows? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I really do not want him. All right, quick prediction for me. Just kidding. I don't know. Mark I, Jackson is an Indianapolis Colt by next week. There's no way. Oh, that would be great. Booyah! The internet would break. Oh, Pat McAfee would just – Pat McAfee. Lamar Jackson is a Colt by next – before next week. What do you do with the That would be pitch? sick. Trade it. I don't know that you guys would do that. Let's listen. How about this? With Baltimore. I think I think yeah, you guys does? want to pick. I'm saying Ballard's – he don't care. When it comes to draft, got him and Jonathan Taylor trying to stop him from running. RPOs out this world, man. Good God. Yeah, I, I can see a similar. I can see a similar situation. I know four and thirteen is way different when we had thirteenth pick traded San Fran for DeForest Buckner. I can see a similar situation. Just saying. I, I never even thought about. I don't know that you're going to. I don't awesome. know that he's going to want to. He's a cheap guy. He don't, he was not going to pay Lamar. I'm just saying. 
He's too. I don't know. That, he doesn't spend the free agency. I don't think he's. Gonna you know what? I'm not. I'm, I just made a bold prediction. You disagree with it, it and you don't bold. say. Yeah, well, it was too bold. Well, well, by gosh, when we're sitting here next week and week after, and I and I hit it, you're gonna owe me five dollars and a bag of popcorn. Switching gears. Let's hit it, D Rock. All right, we're. Uh, I'm gonna be right. Yeah. <laughs> that is a heck of a bold I think prediction, that was though. kind of a mini running around. I appreciated that. Hey, no problem. I like it. Switching uh, gears. Let's get let's get our brackets out. I think oh, it's more madness time, guys. Woo-wee. I am. Have you? I mean, we look at this bracket. Have you all seen a more wide open NCAA tournament? No. I mean, I was talking. I know a good friend of ours. Y'all probably know him, Sean Embry. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of speaking for Sean, but Sean. Me and him was talking. Sean uh, is under the same impression I am. He says he could see up to 16 teams, 16 teams winning this. So, I mean, you could go down the list, and are we going to be really shocked if anybody on this paper no. cuts the nets? Hey, let's have some fun with it. Y'all comment below, right, D-Rob? Yes. Y'all just drop the comments below. Let's have some fun with it. Y'all give us your Elite Eight, Sweet 16, Championship, whatever y'all want to do. Yeah, I would like to, and if you don't catch this live, go to our page, Spill Your Sports page, and um, post your Final Four predictions. That would uh, that would be awesome. We would love to get your Final yes. Four predictions. Yes. Uh, comment them, send them on our page, however you see fit. We would love to hear from you all because that only helps us become better. Exactly. So, starting out, I'm just going to start. We can work left to right. We'll break down these regions, give everybody's takes. I kind of want to get who y'all's sleepers are in each region, who y'all think could get upset in each region. Uh, We'll go, and we'll just go down, and we'll work our way to the right all the way to the bottom. So, starting out, we got the number one overall seed, the Alabama Shooters, I mean the Rolling Tide. <laughs> um, we have them coming in 29 and 5. They win the SEC tournament. Brandon Miller's a stud. Yeah. Um, On and off the court. He did come to Kentucky. We said, uh, yeah, you're good, but we don't really want you right now. So he's a, he's a, uh, he's a Roll Tide. He's looking like uh, top, probably the number one pick right now. Um, I don't think there's really anybody in that first matchup, no. two matchups. Bama's coming, you know, out Ooh. of that one and sixteen easy. That one I have to disagree. Dang, so you, okay, so you went off through the region. So you did? Are we, oh no, 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 no! Yeah, I'm just, good. I'm just talking about the one sixteen matchup. Oh, I'm talking about yeah, ten. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, really, yeah, honestly, I don't see a one seed losing. I don't. I, 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 First I, round, no one seed drops. No, I don't think. Yeah, just spoiler alert. We don't have any. Do you have any one seeds going down as of right now? And just, just look into your one through sixteens. So yeah, I, spoiler alert for everybody watching. We have no one seeds. Going out in the first round, anyway. But I mean, looking at this South region with uh, Alabama, and uh, I, I, I got Bama. I, me personally, I have Bama going to the Elite Eight. They, they look unstoppable right now. Uh, I love Creighton in this division. I'm going to get everybody else's takes. 
I like the Blue Jays, the Creighton Blue Jays. They're a very under-the-radar team because of the conference they play in. They have uh, one of my favorite players to watch who was on Kentucky's radar for a free agency, I guess you could call it. (laughs) That'll work. For free agency last year, I guess you could call it transfer portal, I'll say. Uh, for a better word. Uh, Baylor Shireman, number 55. He shoots the lights out. He reminds me of, if y'all remember, Jimmer Fredette some. Yep. Not as good as a shooter, but he creates his own shot, has a beautiful stroke. I mean, Shireman is one of those classic, could get hot in the tournament and beat a lot of teams. They have the size and they have shooting. That goes a long way. What's y'all's takes? I actually have Bama losing second round. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, I love. See, this is why I love. I love brackets like Kaylers. Yeah, the, I like the. You really ain't that, got nothing to lose though. I, it's, I have, it's beautiful. I have talked I about this. San Diego beautiful. State beating that, beating Virginia too. I, you and got then see, going and taking Alabama. I love that man. I love seeing people go out on a limb. Not afraid to go against the grain and betting for these low these these teams that don't I mean, get it love. I I've like watched, it. I've I, watched a couple games San Diego State's played. Bama's they, beatable. They've only lost one more game than Alabama has. Yeah. And so I mean, I know it's a weaker conference more than likely, but that winners are winners. I mean that's you win, you win. And I'm pretty sure the ambulance was coming to get you because I think you're having another. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I know. I'm just kidding. Bama's going to the final four. I know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Arizona. I have Arizona, South Dakota State. No, not South. San Diego State, Elite Eight out of that region. Arizona. So you got okay. You like you like your the like Wildcats the, and San Diego the State. Aztecs. But I got Aztecs going name. to the final four. That is Gosh. very – and you know a lot of people are not going to have that. No. Because they're smart. If San Diego State can neutralize Brandon Miller, I believe that's your recipe for beating Bama because Bama, that, their they're offense runs solely – they they run a lot through Miller. So I think with neutralizing Miller, that's going to be your way to, to knock Bama out and move forward past them. I like that San Diego. I need to watch them more. Um, I've heard they have a lot of length, so maybe that could disrupt Bama. Mm-hmm. A team with length, athletic, Small uh, that's a tricky situation. Maybe it uglies the game up. That's Don't let bad. Alabama get in transition, get easy basket, basket excuse me. Let Once you let Miller and them start getting layups, it's over. It's yeah. over. They're going to blow the game wide open. Maybe San Diego is that team – like that, that disrupts that flow, gets in there and uh, really takes Miller out of his game. That's a that's a good that's a good matchup to watch out for Baylor. They're they're a team that could go in and mm-hmm. that, they could they could win it. Yeah, Baylor. I really like Baylor. I think Scott Drew's a very good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't he look like Jim Nance? <laughs> he he really does. He is Jim Nance. He's point out. He's quietly like he's quietly a good coach. He just he takes. What he gets and makes the most with it. How long has he been at Baylor? Since like oh the early two thousands, like oh four maybe somewhere around there. I want that could be wrong, but I know he's been there since like the early two thousands at some point. Uh, I I like Missouri too. Missouri's very well coached team in that that region. Uh, I can't think of his name, so people at home forgive me. Missouri's head coach though, I really love the guy. He uh, he has done so much, and this is his first year at Missouri. 
So people don't need to forget that. He has took Missouri from like bottom feeder of uh, the SEC to, I mean, now they're, they're in the, the quarterfinal. Mm, let me think. I think. Because they played the same night Kentucky did. Yeah. So they, they, they won and were in the quarterfinal. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Gates, that for everybody, very good coach. Uh, this man, I mean, I can't say enough. Just Dennis Gates. That, but that makes me a. I got Missouri coming out of their first game anyway. I think they could give Arizona fits in that mm-hmm. second round matchup. I really do. For everybody watching, that's that's Dennis Gates. He's the man playing right Beautiful now. Smile. Yes, Beautiful he smile. really does. He has to use Crest. I mean, yeah. <laughs> or another team. Co- or, or, Colgate. Another, or another team on this bracket. <coughs> or Colgate. Did we just have a plug for Colgate? Uh, we will get to them. Uh, going down, that's a preview, though. Everybody remember Colgate. Uh, we're going to go down. So, I think we all can agree. Um, Bama, not the safest pick to come out of that bracket. No. no. Not like everybody thinks. No. Number one overall seed does not mean Jack. The number one seed got passed. That doesn't mean Jack. You know, it's every year we fill out these brackets. Every year. And me, we was talking, man. You're eight and nines. Come on, man. Let's flip a quarter. Let's just flip a quarter. Yeah. You're, you're playing games when it comes to 11 seed, 12 seed. You know, when we talked to, you know, just a couple years ago, Syracuse, they was a playing game. You know, and they made noise all the way to the late eight. Bayheim and them guys. Uh, VCU years back. These playing games, you've got to pay attention to them. And I say it year out, year, year in, year out. You just don't know who, though. And it's go. every year there's that one team. There's that one team. That has that Cinderella run. And yes, yes. And, you know, you brought up Oral Roberts while ago over Duke. Um, I've got Vermont over Marquette. Um, that's my big stunner in the oh. first round. Uh, Furman over Virginia. I have Oral Roberts over Duke. You do, yes. I've got well, I've got me a Samson and Izzo title. I've got Houston, Michigan State. I've got a one and a seven, and you know you fill out these brackets, man. And you're—I don't know—it's every year for me. It's like you bring out your ones and your twos. You're filling out these brackets, and you're like one, two, one, two. And you know there's going to be—they're not going to be there. They're not going to be there. And it's so like you was talking about Gonzaga, you know, earlier in the pre-show. Every year, it's like every year, Mark Few and company. Every year. Disappoint. Yes, they do. Purdue is not the sexiest one seed on here. Let's get that out of the way. No. Um, they've had a lot. They've had a lot of good teams in years past that just let me down. Um, Xavier, Houston another. another I, I can look teams that just disappointed me through the years. Not, and I know that was you know Damn. years. I like I, I like I own over UConn. Um, there, there, there's my thirteen over four. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I got Izzo. Izzo and, Izzo and the Spartans, they play a whole lot better, it in seems like to me, when he is a 6, 7, 8 seed, mm-hmm. than when he is a 1, 2, or 3. You know what I'm saying, D-Rock? They're yeah. comfortable as a 1, 2, or 3. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we've seen years past UConn, Kimba Walker in that bunch, 8 seed, boom. I mean, it's I mean, there's so many shocks. There's so many – and it's this is what makes it fun because you're filling these out, and it's just like you know there's going to be upsets. Just don't know who. I actually have a 13 and 12 matchup in the second round. Uh, uh, Louisiana and Oral Roberts. I think Tennessee is just 
D, being a big Wildcat fan, man, I'm going to shoot it over to you. Give me that 6-11 and 11 down there in the East region. Um, <laughs> This is where I laugh because <laughs> everybody says that all the bracketologists are not drama seekers, story writers. It's such baloney, man. Kentucky Providence, of course we match up with Providence because I know everybody's going to say that it's not, but I, I just I really see it's because Bryce Young transferred from Kentucky to Providence after we kind of pretty much he saw the writing on the wall with Jacob Toppin. He transfers to Providence, which is Big East, and he's having the best year of his life. And now here you go. It's kind of – like your ex, storytelling. Yeah, it's like seeing your ex out. Yes, storytelling. And you're having a ball, and you see your ex out, uh, and you, you got impress her. Yeah, you got impress her. So this is, I think, this is going to be, this could be Bryce Hopkins coming out party. Coming out party. But I've seen time and time again, guys get overhyped, and he could go three of eighteen. Or something, you know. Yeah, put too much pressure on them. Yeah, like, I, I I love the matchup. I love the matchup with Toppin Hopkins. Um, I just think this is going to be like Vanderbilt did. Providence has the squad to spread it out. And small ball and make Kentucky guard. That scares me. If they do not defend any better than they did against Pandy, that's it's early. It's I'm early noticed. exit force again. It really is. Oscar you, has to eat. He he has to control himself. He has been getting too frustrated recently. Yep. I've watched it game in, game out. He's just he doesn't. He's hurting the team. And, and, play for and Providence and Providence has a guy that, that is going. It's Patrick Beverly esque. That literally he comes in just to foul. Like so, they're going to. That's going to be his. That's going to be his job. And if you notice, he got frustrated when the smaller guys were on him. Yeah. They were you're, quicker. You're going to – well, he's going to get the shack rule. He's going to get swarmed. Mm-hmm. That's just – He has to know that. Him coming himself. back as player of the year and all the accolades and awards he won last year. He underwhelmed. You're, you're going to – People are going to know who You have to are. expect the attention he's getting. Mm-hmm. People are going to – you're not going to get every call. Mm-hmm. You're, there's, you're a big guy. Big guys get the absolute hell beat out of them. Yep. You have to accept it. You have to play and move play on. Through it. Especially tournament time. You know as well as I do, we've watched enough of these tournaments. They play on. You get the hell knocked out of you. They play they on. Let the players play. It's not like the regular season where it's whistle city. There's a lot of games where you go three, four minutes straight. No I've watched guys get knocked on their butts. And it, it's play on. Yeah. It's just how it is. So, absolutely, Friday night's going to have to be. You gotta, you gotta stay under control if you're Oscar. And my, you, like, like you just said, they let the whistle. Hey, it's a, it, it's it's down here. It's in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my thing, my my thing is, I, I think it's beautiful for one, and two, it slows up the game. They're trying to get these games, you know, they want to get these games rolling. Yes. And that's why you see very few whistles. You, you, Yeah, they start crunching down late in the yeah. second half for about me. But they want to get these games rolling, and that's the beauty. It's, it's way different than regular season. Real quick, Derek, um, boy, your 8-9 matchup. We was talking in pre-show. Which one are you looking forward to the most and why? Um, as of now, uh, 
I would have to shift my attention over to the Midwest region, and I'm looking at that Iowa Auburn game as it could be. It could, <coughs> excuse me. I think that could be your like honestly one of your better games of the tournament. I think both of those teams match up pretty evenly. Mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I think Auburn's guard play is going to be huge if um, Wendell Green plays. Like Bruce Pearl wants him to play in this game, Auburn can win. Their guards are good. K.J. Johnson, uh, they can really get down, up and down the court. On the flip side, Iowa has Keegan Murray, which I was just telling you all earlier, he's a, he reminds me of like a Dwayne Wade type scorer. He's an elite. He should be in the NBA right now. He's come back. Uh, he's a really – he's my one of my players to watch in this tournament. That's a very intriguing matchup. I think it could go. That's one of them flip games. I have Iowa in my bracket, and I think either one of those teams could be Houston in the next round. I, Absolutely. That's what I have. I have Absolutely. Iowa coming out and beating Houston in the next round. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you are the land of the upsets here. So give us Houston's no going home second round to me. I, I mean, Houston, prediction. Houston's going home second round. And what's that? Yeah, I'm glad we're getting all this out because next time we you know, roll with our podcast, it is going to be what? Here's the biggest. We're looking at the Sweet 16. We'll probably be looking at the Sweet 16. Yes, sir. Biggest matchup that I think is going to be an upset. I'm looking at Colgate down there. Here we go. Colgate. Yes, Colgate is a very intriguing matchup. I think they can beat them. They uh, got that little go. Colgate's solid. Uh, of course, they're, they're big. They're, they're, they're a small I mean, team. Nobody's watched when a lot of them. When you're named after Toothpaste, toothpaste you know you got to be clean, all right? So uh, that's that, just that, – let's get that out of the they're, way. They're, just a, they're Texas, a solid team. Texas like lost the coach. Doesn't impress me. Uh, Texas has – right now, Texas really – I think is the worst two-seed on here. Who would you put in front of them? One could uh, argue. Arizona's, yeah. I think. UCLA, I think, is the best. I think. No, 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 no. no. Oh. I'm talking up here in that region. Oh. I, I would, would I would take Xavier over there. Who would you take? I'd put Xavier. Xavier, really? Yes. See, Xavier, you just, there's another team Actually, you just I can't think, trust. I personally, I think Miami's the I put first my finger on the team, but I'm just like, I can't trust them. I put Miami number one in that region, but that's just mm, me. Man, Brenton, you got a input, buddy? You well, hey, you don't need to be Snapchatting your girlfriends. This hey, is sports hey. talk here, buddy. Well, all right. We, we got 10 more minutes here. You, I'll, I'll wait. Okay. I'll right. right. skip to the well, hey, bittersweet. The table's yours. Let's go. Let's get it. Final four. Virginia versus Duke. That's not the final four. You didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> Texas and Iona. Te- Iona? Yes. There's a – He is loving Rick Patino. Woo-wee. You know, you got to rip him, you know. As a local fan, I respect it. Well, I mean, take you're going out on a limb. He knows how to take every players. He's been there before. And... Okay. All right. Well, then, the final two. I got Virginia versus Iona. With wow, Iona in the championship. He's, he loves Ricky P. Hey, and you know, and I, real quick, okay, he loves you Ricky know, P. And, and I will never question, I will never question anybody's picks. I remember years back, man, um, Philip, God bless his soul, a couple years ago we were feeling, like, and that was the year Duke got beat by Lehigh. If I'm not mistaken, he had Lehigh beating Duke, and I just laughed at him. Look what happened. Baby. I would never laugh at nobody's picks because you never know. I won't laugh at a one through sixteen. I will not laugh. We, at it's nobody. happened. It's happened. And Seth Greenberg remembers that one. He laughed at you know before the game. UMBC just laughed. He said, "Let's get on to the next game." Virginia comes out and is good. God, that was terrible. Adding the, adding to the Colgate thing we was talking about. 
They beat Syracuse back. Uh, it was earlier in the year, but they thumped Syracuse 80-68. to 68. That's something to really take into account. I mean, Colgate can play with Division One teams. It just shows you. I mean, Texas, they've been up and down. Mm-hmm. They lost their coach, Chris Beard, who just got hired today at Ole Miss, by the way. Uh, I, I'm, not a, I, I'm not a Marcus Carr guy. I'm just – I'm not. I, I don't – he he lacks a, a shot. Uh, I think it's that's a recipe for disaster come March. If you have a point guard that can't shoot, that's a recipe for disaster in March. You have to have a point guard that can get buckets. And create his own shot. Yep. If you don't, it's like you said. If you ain't got guard, what well, you said during the pre-show, guard play <coughs> number one. Yeah, of course. Free throw shoot, free throws number two. Rebounding, rebounding. Remember that Baylor clip. <clears throat> Them three ingredients right there. There's there's two things I look at, and and and, and as important as rebounding, defense, all that. There's two things I always look at when I when I fill my brackets out. It's coaching, and it's guard play. Mm-hmm. I think those two things carry teams further than anything in March. You have to have a good coach that knows what he's doing, and you have to have a good guard. You have to. That's what I got. I don't know. And that's, you know, we were talking about that, you know, during the pre-show. There's a team on this in this playing field, UCLA. Is this – I mean, where are we going? You know? I think this could be – Cronin, where are we going, bub? He's, this is, I think, do this is like make or break for Cronin. He got close the last, year before last Vasquez, with Campbell. Yeah, when they met Gonzaga. Yeah, and got beat the buzzer. And lo and behold, look who they could potentially match up against down here. Yeah, that would be a heck of a game. Not trying to be like you know Seth Greenberg and him, but just looking, you know, if you was to look ahead. I mean, it's just on my bracket. I don't have a meeting. Uh, that's what I'm saying, but I'm not. You know, if you, I'm, we're not jumping ahead, but it, potentially. Uh, well, you know, sticking to that region, you know, we was talking about the Iowa and Auburn being one of the games to watch. That potential TCU. If I mean, I don't know how y'all, but I have. You like I have State. one of the play-in games coming out of that. Arizona State. Arizona TCU, State, I have them beating TCU. Watch. I think if TCU wins that game and matches up with Gonzaga, that could be – I think that's going to be the best second-round game in the whole dang tournament. And Maybe I, besides Creighton Baylor. I do. I have Arizona State beating Gonzaga. And you can almost say that, you know, that tomorrow and, you know, Wednesday, as far as tomorrow, Wednesday's going – They're playing, so important. Your playing games are just as important, and they're very, very good. I mean, because I have Pittsburgh. I have not watched a playing game where I'm just the, going. The two 11 seeds that I have playing in, I have them both getting to the – one getting to the Sweet 16. 16 seed game. One sweet, one's getting to the Sweet 16, one's getting to the Elite Eight. Do you trust St. Mary's? No, I didn't. I had them losing. Highest they've ever been seeded. Do you I, trust I them? think they'll fold. I think VCU beats them. VCU? Shaka Smart ain't there no more. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just don't – I think the moment will be too big. Brian Burdick says, what's up, Kent? Hey, Brian. Chit-chatting sports, buddy, with the fam. And the kid. I'm just kidding, man. You, I mean, you're, you, you, I mean, you got a couple more episodes, and we'll, you know, you'll be with You'll us. be welcome. You'll be fam- – yeah. <coughs> we'll, we'll have to, like, you know, Get a brand you and yeah, stuff. Tattoo. Yeah, tattoo. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, D-Rock. Right yeah. <laughs> Who's the matchup y'all are most 
excited to potentially see Kentucky. in this whole tournament. There you go. I think it could be a very yeah, that could be a very fun game if they if they. I, I could see Duke is a team. Let me say this since you brought Duke up. Duke is a team when healthy could cut the whole dang thing. They could cut the nets down and win the whole dang thing. Shire's done a heck of a job with them boys. They have. Mm-hmm. Duke is very – they are probably the hottest team going into March. Uh, I, Duke, I mean, they come, they they kicked ass in the ACC tournament, won that. Uh, I think Duke healthy with um, Jeremy Roach. Um, you got Kyle Flip. I can't never say his name, so forgive me. Kyle Flip. Peninaski, I think, something. I think they're one of the most dangerous, hottest teams. Memphis, Duke, you could go back and forth. Coming into this tournament are my two hottest teams that could really make noise, and they just so happen could play each other in the Sweet 16. That's an electric game as well. Memphis, Duke, and then potentially it could be a Kentucky-Duke to go to the Final Four. If that were to happen, I I think there's no question that would be the highest rated game in this whole tournament. Oh yeah. If that was to happen. Yeah. But I mean there's a lot of ifs and what's and a lot of ball to be played until then. By most likely for me, the the the, the anticipation of a matchup, I really love the TCU's Gonzaga potential if TCU could win. Against that playing game that you had Arizona, picked, uh, Arizona State beating them. Uh, uh, that could very well. Arizona State's a dangerous team. Bobby Hurley has been coaching them guys and has got them playing very good ball. And and, and I have there's Arizona State another beating Zags after that. You have who? I have the Arizona State beating Gonzaga after that. So I mean, you're really riding high with the Sun Devils, man. That, I, mean, I mean, and my my favorite matchup would probably have to be if Gonzaga can beat Arizona State, them and UCLA. Yeah, it's a three-two yeah. matchup in the Sweet Sixteen, where potentially both teams can win that thing. Imagine getting both in the Sweet Sixteen. Okay, toughest region. Uh, definitely not. The Mine's Kansas's, and me and Zach, yeah. Zach, uh, buddy, yes. I seen your comment. Uh, I really thought you were sick, or I would have, I would have had you here in a heartbeat, dude. Uh, me and Zach talked What's about, about that, it. Poon? Me and Zach talked about it. I think Kansas's region's the hardest. The West is stupid. I think the West is by far Even the, the hardest draw in the whole bracket. Like your Kansas kind of got done dirty. Your tens and elevens in that region can beat anybody <clears throat> in that it's region. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, you got literally, you got, I mean, Kansas, UCLA, Gonzaga. We all know how good they can all be. UConn can Sneaky play. UConn. UConn is by far. I think the most they, underrated. The the most underrated. I know they're a four seed. But they do not. You do not hear. The name. You don't hear them. No, they don't. They're not getting talked about. I don't know with Rick Pitino. We all know what he's he done can, in he tournaments. Can do it. Yep. Arkansas sitting there. Arkansas they just got Nick Smith Jr. back. The West. Hands down. That's a hard. That's a hard. We're draw. running down on a minute. What's the? Who's you guys' champions? Virginia, baby. Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Great. I got the Creighton Blue, Blue Jays. Jays. I'm riding with them. I think, I think this, Creighton's going to make noise. I think I like this it. is the year the Bruins do it. I think they take San Diego State in the championship game 78-64. UCLA, y'all be darned. I got, I got off my underdogs. Oh, boy. I got Houston. I'm going to go with Houston. And a couple years ago when they was a two seed, three seed, and they played that really good game against um, – A&M or Texas State? They got lost on a buzzer beater. 
Oh, was it Maryland? I don't know. I, I just like Houston. Don't ask me why, but I got them and Izzo in the champ with Samson and Izzo in the championship. Kentucky put them out that one year. Houston? Yes. That was Tyler Hero. Year before, it was the year before. Oh, we don't get no credit. I see how it is. No, it was y'all. No it was y'all. Ah. It was y'all. My bad. Oh, my God. I'm Jesus sorry. Jesus Christ. Fans, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It was Houston. I thought that picture was He's taking a one shot.